So joining me today is Jim Morris, the owner of Lifeline Fire and Safety Systems. And we're talking about our work together on outsourced sales and business development. So Jim, okay. w- welcome. Thank you, James. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. I'm very good. So um, just for, for, our, for our listeners, um, obviously Lifeline's a very well-known brand in, in the industry, but um, just give us a quick overview of what, what is it that Lifeline sells? So Lifeline is now in its 25th year of trading, um, and we are primarily what I would term as a motorsport business. So we manufacture um, mainly fast pressure systems and other associated products for the motorsport industry, and we tend to sort of concentrate on what I would term as FIA-approved or homologated products. Um, over the last 10 years, the company has expanded into other sectors with with quite a lot of success so for example the defense sector and some industrial applications yeah perfect and and, and i suppose that fia homologation also gives you a, a way to differentiate against um other brands ultimately yeah no absolutely and i also you know something that we understand quite well as a business you know we know how the fia system works and we, and we know what the there's a little bit of protection um, yeah. in the marketplace um, because it is quite a difficult process to navigate your way through. Yes, for sure. Definitely. And, and what sort of customers do you typically sell to? So we sort of, I would say we grade our customers, but we have different types of customers. So, you know, we have the constructor customer, the, the person or the company that is actually, you know, physically building cars. And then we have a global dis- uh, distribution network, you know, which I think we export to 42, 43 different territories now. And those are dealers that are signed up to our terms and conditions and represent our brand, whether it be in the UK or in Europe or as far away as China, Japan, New Zealand or Australia. And then we have what we term as a trade customer. So not necessarily the person that's building cars, but the person that's running cars, maintaining them for customers, particularly, you know, the fast-growing historic sector and other, other bits and pieces like that, really. Yeah, ultimately quite, a, quite a, a diverse customer base, for sure. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. and, and you've, um, you've obviously owned the business for, for quite some time now. So what, how's your role evolved? And just sort of tell me, what, what are you responsible for and what do you get up to day to day? So, you know, my, you know, my role really evolved. You know, 25 years ago, I started Lifeline. I, you know, I was doing everything. I was, you know, building fire systems, cleaning the loose, making the tea. Um, <laughs> we were a very, very small team then. There was only three of us. The only job that I've not done at Lifeline is actually physically weld the cylinders because I can't weld. Okay. But I've done everything else, you know, whether it be, you know, designing, which is my qualification and my passion. So a lot of the, the systems that we still manufacture today, I designed during that period. Um, I've done the electronics work, I've done wiring looms, I've developed some of the other products that we make, the roll cage padding, the rain light, the quick releases, stuff like that. So, so I've been a bit of a jack of all trades. Latterly though, that you know, with sort of as the business has grown and evolved, my role has changed probably to being more strategic within yeah. the business. So I have a very good management team in both Alec and Nick, and they are sort of driving the business forward on a day-to-day basis, dealing with you know, whether it's sales or accounts or production issues or bits and pieces like that. And I've now started to look towards the future, really, of where's Lifeline going to be in five years' time? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and, and, and ultimately, that's you uh, maturing the business and your role within it. And um, you, you, that, that comes through in, 
the development of the new products that we're starting to see come from well, Lifeline. It's absolutely. exciting. Yeah, the new products, you know, zero two seven five, which um, you know, was sort of a concept that I came up with almost by accident. Okay. Um, and then that sort of evolved into the product. And then obviously, the, you know, the key one for me really is is new markets. That's where we want to be. You know, there, I think there's some interesting opportunities um, in in the marine sector and particularly in the um, you know the industrial sector. And there's opportunities to come through, so I'll start to research those and, and see where our products could fit in there as we can develop products for those markets. Yeah, excellent. And, and that, that brings me on to my, my next question was, but before we started working together back in uh, 2016, what at that point, what were your main challenges or, or your main goals around business growth, sales and marketing? Well, you know, the, the, always the goals are to grow the business, but the the biggest problem is, is that, you know, it's finding out who you need to, to speak to or to, to be in touch with. And, and that's something that's really difficult for any sort of SME type business, you know, because you're constantly doing other stuff. And as I say, you know, my role has evolved from, you know, physically building the systems, designing, manufacturing them, um, to, you know, to HR, to, you know, accounts, all that sort of thing. And sometimes you just don't have time. So, yeah. Do a bit through networking with the MIA, which I, you know, I still do, and I'm still a very big fan of the MIA. But the industry's changed massively over that 25-year period that I've been in. You know, I've been doing Lifeline, and the problem is, is that what you tend to find is that the constructors now are, are you know, big tier one people. They're Audi, they're Porsche, they're HWA, they're big companies. And the problem with big companies is that people are very transient, yeah. so you don't have those relationships like you used to. So it's it's difficult to track the right person down. And certainly, you know, using Treeboot since 2016, that's been one of the big things. You know, I could come up with saying, I think such and such are building cars, but I have no idea who such and such is. And yeah. that's where Treeboot have really been strong because they're able to do the digging and have the time and the resource to be able to go and knock on the right person's door. Yeah, perfect. And, and so before before going ahead with us, what, what did you see as your other options to kind of improve that prospecting element of the business? Well, you know, we, <laughs> you know, we, we, you know, we, try, and, we try and research and find the person the people ourselves. We try and use existing contacts yeah. who, you know, you know, we know you used to work here, you know, who replaced you, but they were with little success. Okay. So invariably what would happen is that we used to rely on our product, getting our product out of the marketplace, and then hoping people would identify that that's the product they wanted and they would come to us. Yeah. That makes sense. And, and I suppose we, we've got the luxury of hindsight that we have worked together for a few years. And I'd say yep. our relationship's really good and we, we enjoy the work. But uh, before you said yes, you didn't know that. So I suppose what back back when you did say yes to go ahead with us, what, what made you go ahead ultimately and try us out? Well, I think, you know, the, I think you know, we, we know the story behind that, James. Um, and that was, you know, I set a little bit of a challenge to you, yeah. um, which was, you know, when, when yourself and Steve came to see me, and we decided to have a go at it. I said, to prove yourselves, I want the Volkswagen deal for the R5. Yeah. And, you know, within, I think within two or three months, Alec and I were, you know, out in Germany at the VW Motorsport factory having a meeting. And obviously since then, Volkswagen had come on to be a very big customer. So I think that was a huge endorsement for yourselves is that you were able to open those doors and get us in there. And then we were able to let our business and our products do the speaking. Yeah, great. And, and what and, and early doors obviously that's that's a, a really good specific goal and what yeah. were your general expectations of, of working with us early days well i didn't i you know i didn't i didn't really know you know i've known steve for many many years I, I didn't know you so well 
Um, but obviously, you know, what I hoped is that you would create this database for us initially or hand over contact. But obviously, it's become far more, far more than that now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it's become a real team and a real partnership between the two businesses. And that effectively, you know, the tree group when they're working for Lifeline, our Lifeline, and that there's mm-hmm. a lot of discussion that goes on twice a week between Alec and Steve in terms of comparing the CRM, where are we up to, who we've spoken to, have we chased this lead up, how are we doing on that deal? You know, it, it's it's a really, really good close working relationship. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's probably exceeded my expectation. I don't think I fully understand it or fully understood what you were offering initially. Okay, that's great. That's great to know. And um, and I, I suppose if we had to pick, now Volkswagen, yeah, that would be a, a, big, a big tick in the box. What, what would you see apart from that as kind of the main benefits or successes of our time together? Um, as well as externally we, we, we should be in your sales team so i think that yeah that's definitely been a, a, a good success to the, to the external world we're sat in your office and, and we often are yes. but uh, yeah, yeah internally yeah. We, we, sh- we should be a seamless sales team so yes yeah that's really good and um l- last question if if you owned us if you owned the tree group is there anything you'd do differently or any ideas you'd have to kind of improve what we what we do Great. Thanks, Jim. And um, thanks to our listeners who can find the latest 
ideas for automotive companies to improve their sales, marketing and website at thetreegroup.co.uk slash news uh, or listen to our podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud. Thanks for listening and check back again soon. Bye bye.